Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. About time, isn't it? Thank you, Saw. Always appreciate that uh, intro. Halfway home on a Tuesday, basically a Thursday for Ben and Woods here. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, also here. Thursday, I feel like we should be eating, man. It's Thursday's Thanksgiving. Too. My wife actually asked her specialty for Thanksgiving is uh, is yams. The, the sweet potato casserole, which I find to be hideous. And she said, I really want to make some. Can I send you in with some? I go, mm, no, we're good. You guys are good, right? You don't want to. Send like, some in to For us. you guys. Do you guys eat sweet potatoes? I do eat sweet potatoes, yeah. yeah. But I, I said to her, I said, it's a nice gesture, and I'm, I'm very appreciative. And the boys probably would eat it. I mean, you know, look at us. It's like the one thing I won't eat. How did you gain all the weight? And I said, uh, but it's weird, I think, to just send a side in. <laughs> like, just a side. Hey, I brought you guys a roll. I don't think so. I the do. sides here, I think, sometimes the best part. Well, I'd, I agree. But I'd rather have sides left over than like a bunch of turkey left yes, over. Yes, but in concert with other sides. If I brought you guys, hey, I brought you guys each a plate of mashed potatoes. Is weird. Fine by me. I mean, yeah. I'll eat them too. Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe I'm the one idiot here. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. So I guess, babe, if you're listening and you do want to make your sweet potato casserole, these two will eat it out of the studio. I can't look at it. So please. Yeah. But no uh, walnuts or pecans. I'm not, I just don't like walnuts or pecans at all. No. In any, at all. In anything. I don't even eat pecan pie, which I think I would otherwise love. So you if, don't like like the baked, like with the marshmallow no. topping. Yeah, I like that. That's I can't good. Stand it, oh, dude. God, I can't. Dude. I don't like sweet vegetables, and I don't like bitter fruit. I like, I like sweet f- potatoes, even like not even around things. I know a lot of people do. There's one of the healthiest things up. you can eat. Every oh, time I God, they're know, good. The once or twice a year, I hire a new trainer or something. He's like, <laughs> All right, here's what we do, man: chicken breast, sweet potato. I go, stop. I'm not eating it. Never get me to eat it. It's disgusting. I can't stand they it. Were, uh, they were joking last night on Monday Night Football about Troy Aikman. Joe Buck, I, one of the things I like about him, he said Troy Aikman is, um, they were they were saying, 65 years old. He's not he's in his mid-50s, but he likes to, he looks really good for how old he is. He says he's got the body fat of a butterfly, a hummingbird. Yeah. And when they signed up with ESPN, one of the questions was, hey, what do you guys want to you know like to eat? 
during the games. What can we, you know, get you? I mean, nice little perk. No one ever asks us what what they can bring us usually during our shows. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. They do yeah. that apparently on Monday Night Football. And Joe Buck says, and this guy, Troy Aikman, says, yeah, we want uh, some some grilled lean chicken breast and some steamed vegetables. <laughs> and Joe Buck's going, what? Can't we have something a little tastier than yeah. that, Troy? Hot wings. Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> no. No. Troy Aikman still likes to eat as if he is a professional athlete. Smart. And is still looking really good. Yeah, he developed those habits over the years, I'm sure. You know, old habits die hard, as they say, which is why I can't, you know, not eat. Dickie but that's D's. not what Thanksgiving's all about. No. Thanksgiving's about about family it's about um being thankful i i try to try to live in a lot of gratitude i do i'm really thankful for this city i am i just every it, it never ceases to amaze me yesterday even as bad of a round of a golf as it was paulie and i are hauling ass back to the clubhouse and we're like look at that just look at that my god look at this city cruising and through the back nine the of back Balboa, nine, yeah. and you just see the whole city, the whole city. It was crystal clear you could see the islands off of like mexico and coronado I mean, you pe- saw the bridge people are gorgeous probably tired of hearing it but like all i ever wanted to do is live here and and i made it to to be here and i'll die here so i i'm very still very thankful to live here it's just perfect i am thankful for padres fans and the padres fan community uh, the experience, especially this past year and the playoff run, incredible in October, going down to Petco Park, whether it's the uh, the fourth inning meetups or just uh, walking around the ballpark, and the energy that that we saw, especially this year in October, was something I will never forget in my entire life. It was so incredible. Uh, it was just man, it was magical uh, to see what uh, the Padres and the fans really. I mean, that's what makes it special. He, Teams make playoffs all the time, and they'll go, and yeah, it's fun, but I for for us here, it was like next level this year, and yeah. I was very thankful for getting to be a part of that and getting to go to those games and experience that in person this year. Massively special. Massively thankful for all of our, our the people that listen every single day. Can't do this without you. Thankful for this platform, uh, to be able to do it every day. Still love this platform very much. Cherish it. Um my family, obviously my kids, who I'm not allowed to talk about, uh, love them to the moon, even though they're constantly sick and uh, just a constant, constant nightmare. I love them. I love that nightmare. When that nightmare is gone for a few hours, I feel weird. I don't know what to do when they're not there. So uh, my wife, my beautiful family, that's what I'm the most thankful for. If you want to share uh, some of your uh, Thanksgiving, what you're thankful for, you can call us, 833 288 Zero ninety seven three. From a sports perspective, I'm really thankful for uh, Steve Fisher. We had him on earlier this week, That's and now Brian great. Dutcher. Uh, what they've brought, the enjoyment of being able to watch San Diego State basketball. Uh, it really has become one of my favorite uh, watches now. Uh, I I live and die with the Aztecs. As you said, Ben gets a little out Ooh, of control spicy. watching <clears throat> Aztecs games. I don't know. With Padres, I almost feel like... Sometimes I'll get upset, but it's a long season, and you know we're the flagship, so I think I try to maintain a little more separation when I watch those games. Oh, so you are bought and paid for? By I'm not, Padres. but no, no, I'm trying it. to stay independent. I knew it. I knew it. And no, if I was, I'd be more like. If I wasn't, I would be more like with the Aztecs, where I'm kind of getting a little crazy, almost as a homer when it comes to the Aztecs, because I'm actually cheering for them to win. And when I see like the refereeing in last night's game. 
against um, Ohio State. It just drives me crazy when, like, oh, come on, this is completely one-sided. It's not even fair, these calls that you're making. But the Aztecs overcame and another big win and are right there on the national stage, top top 20 team and moving on up with an opportunity to do even more so tonight against Arizona, 14th-ranked team in the country. So He always brings it back to sp- Did you hear how he it's did that? incredible. Yeah, really, it's like an art form. I'm like, I'm, I love my wife and kids so much. He's like, I love Steve Fisher. And I love Brian Dutcher's defense. And I love the, the blocking abilities of Nathan I love Nathan full Mensa. court press. I love full court press. By the way, that reminds me. Uh, second half yesterday. He just 14 got, minutes to and go. And I look up and I'm like, <laughs> he's on a basketball Ben rant right now. You're a wizard, sir. Thank you. Uh, we got some callers on the line want to share what they're thankful for with Ben and Woods here on uh, this Thanksgiving week. Let's go out to Greg. You're first up here on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, Greg. What's up, Greg? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Doing well, man. Good. Uh, you know, listen, I'm, obviously I'm thankful for the Padres season, uh, but for me it's a little bit different because we had season tickets. Me, I have, I have two kids, wife, you know, there were four of us, and I'm, I was trying to time when the Padres had a chance to go to the postseason. So we've kept them for the last three years, and we know what that was like. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we had to roll over 2020, but last year was just, and I think this year, going into the final third, we were all kind of holding our breath. We were. Bit. You know, fe- feeling good, but also remembering, uh, you know, what happened in 21. For my children to get to go and experience the postseason games at Petco, and they don't really, they don't understand it, but I think they will. The fact that we really haven't seen this level of excitement since 98. Right, and my son was born in in '08, and my daughter in '15. I have no idea how hard it's been to be a Padres fan, you know, since the end of the Moore's era. Uh, it was incredible. I mean, it was it was a phenomenal season and uh, pretty special, right? The, the playoff game, like yeah, yeah. being there with your kids, well, is pretty special. Memories that they're going to carry forward forever. Yep. Right, and uh, you know, I'm I'm thankful that Prellers. Uh, you know, at the helm this off season because it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I mean, we've got if you look at the Dodgers. I mean, they have they have a couple holes to fill, but the Padres need starting depth. Yeah, and we just we we just don't have it, and we don't really have the trading chips unless you you send a, a middle in, infielder, right? We have a little bit of a surplus there. Um, you know, look for value uh, on the international market, possibly a, a rebounding free agent, but. It's going to be a. It's, this might be Peller's most difficult offseason yet. We just don't have the trade pieces. I I, I think it's a good call, Greg, and uh, I agree with you 100 percent about the uh, being thankful for having a, a team that you can get behind. I we love baseball no matter what, even the tough seasons. I enjoy going down to the ballpark and yeah. watching a baseball game. <laughs> it's different though when your team is actually. In contention, and I think, especially as a fan base here in San Diego, no one deserves something more than the run that the Padres had this year than San Diego sports fans. We have suffered through a lot of bad seasons in a lot of sports over the years, losing teams. Uh, you really needed something good to happen to a fan base, and to have that opportunity this year did make it extra special. Yeah, it felt a little bit like graduating. You know, like you're okay now. With the, the, we're here. The, yeah, we're here. The three-headed monster, not going anywhere. Um, and, and you know, obviously anything can change on a dime. It's baseball. But uh, you sure like your chances right now. And, and, and as for this being his most difficult offseason, I mean, 
Yes and no. I, it, you know, the top of your lineup's pretty set with three of the best uh, to do it. So you're feeling pretty good about what you have they're right all, now. I mean, the they're all challenging set. in different ways. Yeah, they're all different. Um, it's it's probably his most constrained off season in terms of he doesn't have as many holes to fill or yeah. avenues to fill them. But in, in a way, it's also his easiest off season because if he could roll out basically what he has right now, and he knows he's got a playoff team and a team that can contend for a championship, he doesn't need massive rebuilds. Yeah. Massive he, overhaul. He doesn't need to come up with the biggest trade of the offseason to have a good offseason. So in that sense, I think it might be a little bit easier for A.J. Preller, but I know exactly what Greg was saying. 100%. He can't, he can't you know, dip into an endless prospect stock to, to trade for whatever he wants this year. Going to have to, again, be creative when it comes to it. All right, uh, what are you thankful for here on Thanksgiving week with Ben and Woods? we got Steve. Uh, next up at 833-288-0973. Hello, Steve. Gentlemen, thank hey. you very much. Um, uh, I'd like to say, first of all, thank, thanks most to you guys. Thank you. For the show, you know, and the entertainment and the information that you put on, because I wake up at 0530 every day, you know, and, and, and start my day. So th- that's fantastic. Also, I want to give a thanks out to um, the good folks at uh, the Youth Sports Complex at Morley Field because all of those coaches, whether it be soccer season right now or, you know, youth, you know, baseball season, um, they do a fantastic job. And I've learned more about baseball and soccer in the last two years than in my entire life, you know, combined. And all the coaches are fantastic. The kids are fantastic. The parents are cool. So that, that's been, you know, the way that I end my day walking the dog, going out to Morley Field and watching the kids either for practice or for their games. So that's really cool. So, that's awesome, man. But most important, thank, thanks to you guys um, because I couldn't start my day without you. Appreciate thanks, it. Dave. Really do appreciate that. And, yeah, we've got – Tremendous uh, youth programs throughout the county. There's no no chance we could ever highlight all of them, but uh, absolutely, uh, there are parents and volunteers and, and great great people out there in San Diego that are doing great things every day. Woodsy, do you want to help me coach uh, Bo's T-ball team? Uh, the Ben would, and Woods T-ball. I would love to. Can you make sure practices are around one o'clock it's in the afternoon tough. every day? That'll be helpful for my schedule, <laughs> but otherwise, I would love. To help you coach, I expect you there on the weekends. Hurting the, cats. I expect you there on the weekends for the games. I will love. I'm going to come see a game. You got to come watch. I want to see the most dominant t-ball player in San Diego history in Bo Woods. He'll he'll be there. He'll be ready. <laughs> he'll be ready. You don't worry about it. It'll be dialed in. But everyone else is, uh, you know, picking their nose and he spinning spits. around in like circles. He spits now that's what he does when he gets up to the plate. He spits. I'm Bo like, is oh going to be God. a little bit too locked in. I think for some of his. Uh, is age-appropriate compatriots. All right, so let's go get one more in before traffic here. we got Evan uh, with us here on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, Evan. Good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Hey, so uh, kind of along the lines of a couple callers ago, I'm extremely grateful for Peter and basically turning that cash, that cash flow on and turning us from the farmers into the carnivores and the hunters Ooh. because we're the ones that were always in it. And now you get that sense of feeling that it's not just going to be a, we're raising who we got to get rid of them. We're raising who we got 
to get a championship. That's the true feeling. And at the same time, Eric in there uh, backing up the Padres fan base. And, and all season long, they were asking questions, hey, how can we do things better? What can we do? And every single time they executed and they made the changes that the Padres fans voted on and the feedback that they got. So really appreciate uh, and thankful for the entire Padres organization and, again, for Peter for basically saying we're winning now and going all in for us. Absolutely. I think it almost went without saying. You know, I think every Padres fan out there appreciates Peter Seidler and finally being the owner that I think we've dreamed about for decades here in San Diego after poor ownership group after poor ownership group in multiple sports for someone to finally say, I don't care what the television market size is. I don't care that we're playing on the West Coast. I don't care that it's all about the weather or the ballpark experience. Let's try to win. Let's try to compete with these other teams and do the best we can to put a championship product on the field. It's a game changer. Absolute game changer. Yeah, I mean, most fun I've ever had was was last season. It was incredible. Just incredible to be a part of and running down to Petco. And I was texting with Jesse Agler yesterday, just checking in, saying hi, asking if he was going to be down at the winter meetings. He may make a cameo. I said, stop by the table. But I asked him, I go, you miss baseball yet? And he goes, today. Today was the first day. Finally, yes, yeah. it was yesterday. I just happened to check. He goes, today was the day. I, I, I it, it sunk in. Like, we got a little time left, but uh, yesterday was the day he was missing it the most. And, uh, yeah, I, I get those pangs. Like, it, it shows up from time to time where I'm like, oh, I miss you so much. But, you know, you know it's coming again. It's the best part of the game. All right, let's keep the phone lines open. Yeah. 833-288-0973. Also want to uh, wrap up the NFL week. Uh, the 49ers making their, their bid to join the, the upper echelon of NFL teams. Maybe that trade and... Jimmy Garoppolo sticking around, finally paying off for the 49ers uh, yeah, Monday Night Football good, last night. Yeah, so we'll wrap up uh, the, the week of, what, week 11 of the NFL football season uh, with some final thoughts coming up next with Ben Woods. First, though, we check traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sarah Bennett Woods brought to you by Senior Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad and Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from 3 to 6. Hashtag Eat Grubbies and EatGrubbies.com. Last night, uh, funnily enough, was a home game for the Arizona Cardinals. Yet the entire crowd, I think, of 76,000 people plus at uh, Stadio Azteca in Mexico City cheering for the 49ers in that game. They got a good, large, traveling fan base. Uh, the Cardinals were without Kyler Murray, uh, still out injured as starting quarterback. Had to go with Colt McCoy. Mm. And uh, mm, 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 the 49ers mm. took advantage. Jimmy Garoppolo with four touchdown passes, a couple of them to George Kittle, and they went on to a 38-10 win over the Cardinals in Mexico City. And with the win, 49ers improved to 6-4, and four, moving to a first-place tie with the Seattle Seahawks in the NFC West. But uh, I saw ESPN, they... Do the uh, what's the playoff odds percentage? Yeah, the forty nine ers like ninety four percent now Damn. to make the playoffs. Okay. Even at six and four, they got a very favorable schedule. I think I saw they don't ever have to leave the Pacific time zone the rest of the season. Uh, it looks good if you're a forty nine ers fan. They're in a good spot. They've got Christian McCaffrey, and now you know based on what's happened the last week or two in the NFC. I mean, who is the best team in the NFC in your mind? Is it the Eagles still? They Probably, lost to the yeah, Vikings, but one... bounced back with a very close one over the Colts. They haven't exactly had the best two weeks. Uh, now, two weeks ago, I would have said, oh, it's clearly the Vikings. They, they got just got throttled. Throttled by the Cowboys, who I think they have a, uh, a claim to that title right now as best team in the NFC. And I think the 49ers are kind of sneaking into that conversation as well. I mean, this was a... A conference that kind of dominated by the Rams the last couple of years, but they're clearly they're going nowhere. Uh, going nowhere this year. So there's a vacuum, and trying to figure out which team is moving into that NFC vacuum this year. But I think the 49ers have entered the conversation to be sure. How many playoff teams? Make- Seven. But it's not about just who sneaking into the playoffs. Whatever you know, and the Commanders could sneak into the playoffs. Well, yeah, at this I mean, point. there's going to be who has a legit chance to go to the Super Bowl, right? There's going to be conference. though some new faces, right? Because Absolutely. with with some of the some of the teams, you know, teams like the Green Bay Packers, yeah. essentially being done, you know, at this point, Seahawks, uh, Commanders are in it. I mean, there are new faces. Falcons are still on the still on the on fringes the bubble, they, since they won last the Bucks, week. 5 and 5. I mean, it, you know, they could they could miss the playoffs, Benny. Giants uh, were in that argument. They didn't look very good against the Lions last week. We talked yesterday the Lions won 3 in a row. They're a game and a half out of a playoff spot. I think the Phillies are probably still Eagles the, the, too. the class at uh, the Phillies, god. Baseball all the time. Yeah. Baseball and Joey Gallo. It's all I think about. Uh, the Eagles are are you feel the, the you class feel maybe the, NFC, the best about their overall quarterback situation? I would think of all the contenders. I mean, Kirk Cousins can be great. He can also be not bad. Dak Prescott I, can be I, really I, good I, the or Cowboy, not. The Cowboys, I don't know, Cowboys-Eagles, a NFC Championship game. Be pretty awesome. Certainly seems like it could be a possibility well, going forward. I was watching the game the other night, and you know, I, this is not, you know, even though we are here in Dallas, I don't think we talk enough about number 11, Michael Parsons. I think he is... <sighs> 
He's one of the, the the every every year you know a name emerges. I remember the the year of Indomitian Sue, and you're like, oh god, I got to watch that guy play defense. Then it was uh, Aaron Donald, you know, for a couple of years, and now when the Dallas Cowboys are on, your eyes are are fixed on number eleven, Ben. He he's one of the best I've seen uh, do it. He is just unbelievable. I also think uh, Tony Pollard yes. is a very unsung. underrated yes. and unsung. I mean, in a lot of ways, he is more valuable to the Cowboys than even Ezekiel Elliott. Well, the, you know, the thing they said, again, in, it's the NFL in 2022. The two-headed monster is great, right? That's what you want. Because Pollard's not a guy, you're you're down on the three. Pollard's probably not going to be the guy to, to, to chunk it in there. It's going to be Ezekiel Elliott. But you need a 15, 20-yard run broken. It's probably not going to be Zeke. It's going to be Pollard. He's been great for them, Benny. So, you know, the, I think it, it all starts and stops with Dak Prescott. If he gets time to throw, he can be as good as anybody. But, man, he can also make some really, really bad decisions. So, I don't know, man. It's It's kind of fun to see some new blood in there. Fun to see the Eagles up there. Fun to see some of the younger quarterbacks. It's not your your typical Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers run NFC right now. So uh, Matthew Stafford, right? This is there's some new blood, and I think it's pretty exciting. It's crazy. At the the narrative at the start of the year was the AFC West is going to dominate. Oh yeah, the NFC West should be really really good. Maybe the only team in the in those two divisions that no one thought was going to be pretty good was the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. They've ended. They might be other than the Chiefs. They might be the best team. On the West Coast. Now, the East, which was a much bigger question mark, there is not a team that doesn't have a winning record in either the AFC East or the NFC East after 11 weeks. Crazy. Dolphins and Bills at 7-3, and three, Patriots and Jets at 6-4 and four in the AFC East. In the NFC East, the 9-1 and one Eagles, 7-3, and three, Cowboys and Giants. And look at here, the Washington Commanders, 6-5, and five, also have a winning record. That is... That is some uh, right-leaning football here on this. The country is just tilting yeah. football-wise toward the East Coast this year. Yeah, it's, man. It's uh, it's it's fun, and, and like I said, getting new blood in is is always a good time. It, it's it makes it's better for us that we don't really have a team. We just want to see some new faces. We're you know kind of tired of seeing Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and all those guys as good as they are, as good as they have been. It's fun to watch Jalen Hurts. It's fun to watch Tua have a monster year. It's fun to watch Josh Allen, uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, the, again, we talk about baseball being in the hands of the youth. The NFL is is pretty much in the hands of the youth these days as well. But there's also a lot of parity still. Yeah, I mean, you you watch the Colts have a thirteen three lead on the Eagles. Colts who were firing their coach a couple of weeks ago. They're now they're in second place in their division. It's not a good division, but I mean there are very few really bad teams. The Texans are really bad. The After, Rams are really bad too. I mean the Rams the Bears are really bad. If the Rams were healthy though, it's they're not a team that you'd like be eager to face. That's true. They just, you know, they obviously, you know, Matthew Stafford's been beaten up the last couple of weeks. They're not the team they were. I mean the Panthers, Panthers are bad. Yeah. Baker's done, huh? I mean, the Bears are three and eight. Just, uh, Fields, Justin Fields, is very dynamic. He is. He's and, I mean, getting, and getting better. I you think don't there's really, to build you don't want to be facing that team. The Packers aren't good, but they still have the two-time MVP and Aaron Rodgers. The Raiders and Broncos have had really bad seasons, but they're not. It's not like you go in and it's an automatic win against those teams either. There's a lot of parity. I mean, the Browns and the Steelers are three and seven, but again, two teams that you don't necessarily want to face. The Jags at three and seven, but they've got Trevor Lawrence. There, there is so much parity right now in football that I think we've got some surprises still ahead of us here in the you know the second half, latter parts of the season here. Yeah. I'm reading this article about 
Baker Mayfield. And as as right as I was on Josh Rosen, I think I was as wrong on Baker Mayfield. I was really high on Baker, really, really high on him. He's a winner. He's always won. Tough, you know, tough as nails, and just has not. It, it something. It's gotten away. It's gotten away from him. Yeah, I know he was banged up. He played through an injury, a, sh- a shoulder injury. But man, watching him play now is he's a shell of what he was. Uh, obviously at, at Oklahoma, and and certainly in his first year with the Browns, man, he was as electric a, as anybody. So it is. Uh, it's been kind of tough to watch, man. I like the kid, I do, but I can't win there. He's not. He's not winning at all. He's one in five as a starter. Uh, of the Carolina Panthers, and and I think it's a symptom too of, of what he has around him. But man, it is it's tough to watch. Don't forget, you can tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti. New time Fridays at six p.m. As former NFL MVP Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti discuss the biggest NFL news and preview the most important games of the week. Still right here on ninety-seven three, the fan. All right, I want to get back to college basketball. Obviously, we can talk some more about the Aztecs' big win, but I, this story out of New Mexico. Crazy, yeah, pretty. It's nuts. got. Uh, it's Is it got, football or it's, basketball? It's a little bit of both, bit. but it's a it's a basketball player involved in a fatal shootout. But there's much more to it. There was a plot to try to like beat him up. There was the lure of perhaps. Sex going on in this story. What is sex? You, you can spell. I know you can. It's one of the crazier stories that we've seen in a while. I don't think it's getting a lot. Forty-seven-year-old man. Coming up next on Ben and Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. The F.A.N. Everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Headlines. I mean, I've seen it on the websites, but I mean, this plot has just about everything. Woods, have you seen the details of this story? So I saw it um, the other day, but not all the details have come out. I will sit back, I will light up the fire, and I will let you Ben explain this story to me. I've been following along. Um, Jeff Grammer, who covers uh, New Mexico and New Mexico sports, Kelsey been... Grammer. Kelsey How do you Grammer. like Very it? Good. When people Very do nice. it to I you. like it. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer. So it starts last month at the football game between New Mexico and New Mexico State in Las Cruces. Um, apparently, some, during the game in the stands, a big brawl broke out involving students from both schools. Okay. And allegedly, one of the students who was 
involved in the brawl was a basketball player from New Mexico State named Mike Peake. Now, a group of regular students, non-athletes from New Mexico, said that Peake beat at least one of them up pretty badly during that fight at the football game. So they were plotting revenge and tried to carry out their plot over the weekend when New Mexico State was going to be in Albuquerque for a basketball game. They were going to play on Saturday night, so they came up on Friday and stayed in a hotel. Now, at bed check, all of the New Mexico State players, like 11.30 p.m., were in their rooms, according to assistant coaches. But at some point, Peak got a text message from one of the... Friends of these UNM students, a 17-year-old girl who texted him with the promise of, as I said earlier, a little S-E-X. So he snuck out of his hotel room. But this was uh, this was a ruse to get him out. And they were waiting. Um, the, the girl, the 17-year-old student, a uh, 19-year-old student, Brandon Travis, and a 21-year-old uh, student as well were waiting when she was there, they had a bat, and they started oh, beating him my God. with a bat. Now, he tried to run away. Now, unfortunately, this story takes an even more tragic turn because both the basketball player from New Mexico State who was getting beaten, Mike Peak, Mike Peak, and one of the students who was committing the assault had brought guns. Oh. And they both pulled him out, and as he was trying to like run away, a gun fight ensued Jesus. they shot at each other pete got shot and injured but he shot back and brandon travis one of the new mexico students was shot and killed during the shootout and a lot of these details Good have been God. coming out um over the last couple of days with a lot of investigations and reporting they canceled the basketball game have not announced that it was going to make up peak who is the player who was assaulted has not been charged with anything he did he shot and killed someone but right wow. now they're Still investigating, and you know, if he was defending himself, self-defense, like they were beating him with a bat, they may not bring charges against him. But still, an, a tragic and ugly story that all started with a fight at a football game last month, a revenge plot, luring a basketball player out of his hotel room late at night to try to beat him up, and then a gun battle that ends with a student tragically dead in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He brought so he brought a gun with him on his trip. Yes, and that is also something that uh, they're looking into because uh, you're not supposed to bring weapons with you on basketball trips, apparently. That would be. Um, that would be, make sense. But he had it with him on the trip and ended up, I don't know, it's a good, good thing that he had him. I mean, the other guy had a gun, too. Uh, either way, there's a lot. Uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, follow-up on this one. First of all, how did... How did he get out of the hotel? I mean, I'm sure he's not the first, nor will be the last yes, to sneak out and college forward. athlete to sneak out of a hotel room in For the middle SES, of the night. Yeah. But um, the New Mexico coaches say the assistant coaches say they were state. You know, they they stay in the lobby like from midnight to two a.m. to wow. try to make sure they don't catch any players. I don't know if it's been a problem in the past or if that's just standard operating procedure. I mean, does Brian Dutcher or one of his assistants in Maui, like in the middle of the night, they're sticking out in the lobby to make sure players aren't. Where they're not supposed to be in the middle of the night. I picture him scaling out of his window with sheets tied together. Something like that, yeah. or like the emergency exit emergency staircase exit. Yeah. somehow. There's a yeah. lot of, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to get out of a hotel, I would assume. But they say he was there when bed check happened at 1130 at night. Well, that where there's a will, there's a way, especially for that. 
Uh, so she's got to be in trouble too, as well. A little bit. Yeah, of a, she's an um, she's being charged, and she's uh, still a juvenile, so like youth court. Um, the nineteen year old's being charged as well, and of course the the twenty one year old was was killed in the incident. So, um, yeah, it's, I mean, an absolutely crazy story out of New Mexico involving both of their sports programs. That is gnarly, man. That is gnarly. Yeah, keep your keep your be smart. Be smart. It's funny. You you feel like. I mean, they're college students. Bad decisions are made by oh, yeah. 19, True. 20, 21-year-olds all the time. You look at what, like Brian Dutcher's team, though. I mean, you, it's hard to imagine something like that Isn't happening. Isn't it, though? They're so, they all seem like they're so locked into the basketball and are taking it so seriously. They work so hard. You see the stories about every like almost every single one of those guys in the program. They like waking up at, you know, 5.30 in the morning to go grind work it out, out yeah. at the gym and then start shooting at 6.30 a.m. There's actually, I saw the story, I think Mark Ziegler wrote about it. So the Jam Center, which is their, you know, their custom workout gym facility at San Diego State. Have you ever been in there, Polly? It's gorgeous. It's, I mean, I've it's never sta- been to the Jam state, Center, but not the new one. Yeah, it's state of the art. You, you'll see this at the best basketball programs in America. Each player has their own like key card access, 24 hours a day, swipe the key card, you walk in, each player, when they swipe their key card, gets like customized highlights on the big video board as they walk in of their own, you know, you know, great highlights that they've played at San Diego State. But one thing that um, that they wrote is whoever gets there first in the morning gets to pick the music. Oh, So sick. it's almost like a competition to see who can get there earliest uh, to start playing the music. And apparently it's uh, Jaden Ledee, the transfer gets there so early, and he's from Texas. Nobody can beat he likes him. country music, and it drives everyone else crazy. <laughs> but he gets the country music going, but he gets I'm there before everybody else. Deer blind. <laughs> Every and single I day. Drink and I think, and I think it all goes back. Dan and Shay. Yeah, you know, part of it was the the Kawhi Leonard stamp on this program. Not just Steve Fisher and Brian Dutcher, but his work ethic, his obsession with getting better and being in the gym at all hours, seems to have had. For the last ten years, a trickle down effect. You know, I've got from, from I, one class to the next to the next. I got here at four this morning. Four. You no. get to pick the music too. Yeah, so but <laughs> I picked the music anyway. But I got here at four. I don't feel like it's made me any better today. In fact, I feel like it's made me worse. <laughs> so I think the general rule is come in a little bit later. I've been sitting here now for, you know, what's that? Almost five hours, just sitting in this chair rotting. Uh, so early isn't always better. Just so you know. Your kids may not function on demand. 97.3 The Fan always will. Download and subscribe to our Ben and Woods, Coach John Quintero, and Gwen and Chris podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get a quick check of traffic right now on 97.3 The Fan. Speaking of college basketball, uh, a little bit of a cakewalk game last night for USD. They beat San Diego Christian 98-69, up to 4-1 and one in Steve Lavin's first season as head coach. Uh, the Aztecs, meanwhile, have a great opportunity ahead of them. Uh, in the semifinals today in the Maui Invitational, they'll take on 14th-ranked Arizona. Uh, it's a very good team. They scored 101 last night Ooh, against Cincinnati. Mama. Aztecs scored 88. So you could see some offense. It, clearly, the rims in that gym are pretty soft. You watch that game, you know, it hit the rim. It, it kind of deadened, and there was a lot of balls that seemed to bounce in that might have bounced out in other gyms in America. So I'm expecting a fairly high-scoring game again tonight. And then intriguing matchup, whatever happens today for San Diego State, if they win, they'll go to the championship game. They'll face the winner 
of number nine Arkansas versus number ten Creighton. But even if they lose the third place game, they'll face the loser in that game. And either way, intriguing. If it's Creighton, of course, that's the team that knocked him out of the NCAA yes. tournament last year. One point game in overtime. That was a tough one to take. They had the what they have like a nine point lead with like three minutes to go. And ended up losing in overtime. Good. That was a tough one. <laughs> Some missed free throws. May have reared their ugly heads. Arkansas, meanwhile, is uh, they're always fun. They're coached by Eric Musselman, who we've had on the show yep. before. Was at Nevada, former USD guy. Uh, has the Razorbacks team now top ten in the country. That guy just seems to be a good coach wherever he goes. That would be an interesting matchup. So either way, the Aztecs are getting two games against top 15 opponents over the next two days to really burnish that early season resume that they're putting together not just to make the ncaa tournament but they're making their case in these next couple of days for a a very high seat something an elite team yeah. yeah something that you know can get them through that first weekend it is it is much easier if you're trying to get to the final four Let's let's just face it. It's almost impossible to do as a seven seed. Yeah, it happens every once in a blue moon. A perfect storm of events. Maybe a the two seed gets upset, and you don't have to face them in the second round. But ultimately, you want a top four seed where you know you're going to be favored that first weekend, and then you go in and you take your chances that second weekend. You're going to face some good teams. You're going to have to win some games. But you don't have to pull off three upsets in a row to get there. And that's what the San Diego State Aztecs can do in the next couple of days is they can put together that case that at the end of the season they're going to deserve a top-four seed in the NCAA tournament. So matchup tonight is uh, Aztecs are getting a point and a half. It's got to be the first are they, the first time they've been dogs this, uh, this year. year? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, first uh I mean, Arizona is ranked 14th. So they're a very good team. I'm looking at them, Benny, and they can they score. I mean, there's a lot of... Yeah, they had a guy who scored 30 last night. 101, 104, 95, and 117 in their, uh, in their four victories so far. But they haven't faced a defense no, like not. San Diego State. Something's got to give. I mean, it's pretty. Yeah. It's it's forty eight percent Aztecs, fifty two percent Arizona. They almost to pick them. It Damn is pretty much yeah. is in basketball. Yeah, that's that's as close as it's going to mm-hmm. get. And I think um, I think San Diego State's defense. They've maybe given up a few more points, but to me, I watch them and they're still all over the. I mean, they're doing what all Aztecs teams do. They're harassing the ball. Handler, they are getting their hands in shots. They're physical underneath. I think they're playing good defense. I think the reason why they're giving up more points is more of a function of their offense. They're going down, and it used to be when San Diego State played offense, they'd use the entire shot clock. They pass it around. They throw up a shot, maybe make it, maybe miss it with like three seconds on the shot clock, and then they go down and play defense. That led to a a slow game with not that many possessions, and usually you know, it would be like a 64-58 game if it's San Diego State. Now they're going down, and oftentimes you see him shoot in the first 10 seconds. Yep. You know, They find someone, he's got a shot, he's open, he's going to make it. You might as well hit it. So they're giving the ball right back because they're making shots. That gives more opportunities for the opponent. Clearly these are good teams as well. They're going to make some baskets even with good defense. So I think that's more why you're seeing more points. It's not... The defense is taking a step back. It's because the offense is actually playing better. So suck me in, man. Last night, just sitting there watching, and it was it never got to the point where you're like, oh, they got this. You know, it was it was handled. It was handled. It, it got to four, I think, in the second half was the closest. It's, and lead. it's like a different guy every but game. Then, I swear to God, I was telling Paulie before the show. Okay, uh, OSU c- crawls back, and and they're they're four down. 
And next thing you know, you look up and Aztecs are up by 11. Just just like that. Like and, a minute. and like the first couple of games, it was uh, it was Ladie off the bench and Trammell were kind of carrying all the weight scoring. And you're wondering what's what's going with Bradley. Ladie and Trammell didn't get much going offensively yesterday. So Bradley did. Bradley steps up. Parrish, uh, Seiko, you know, coming off the bench steps up. And I know that uh, every game they have had at least one, if not two, huge performances off the bench. Yeah. Massive. And that is the difference maker. Man. And maybe one of the more underrated players you're ever going to see is Agueco Rope. Yeah. <laughs> Who just hustles his grind. brains out. Yeah. out, on, out, out on, Mop I mean, up duty, man. He just goes in there and cleans it out yep. in the key. Just an absolute coach's dream that goes out there, just hustles, doesn't need any shots at all. Sometimes he doesn't take them. Sometimes he's he's getting assists. He's getting rebounds. He's diving on the floor. He's saving balls. He is just the kind of guy that other teams don't want to have to face with that energy off the bench every single time. He's always one that the opposing coaches point out, like, oh, that guy. Hey, can you be more like that guy yeah, out like there him. and what he does for that San Diego State team? Always injects a little bit of energy whenever he comes into the court. Uh, he has, Brian Dutcher has a really good mix at San Diego State this year. Really, really fun to watch. Yeah. and uh, Really enjoyed that game last night. Now looking forward to the game against Arizona. That's a 7.30 tip-off San Diego time. So Creighton and Arkansas go earlier. I don't know. They might be later. Remember, it's two hours earlier, so it's five thirty Hawaii time. They might actually be the late, uh, late five game. o'clock. No, they're the early. They are the early. Right, right, okay, o'clock. so double know. letters. So the know. second game. All right, so there you go. Uh, yeah, semifinals. And also, hopefully. about a oh, Creighton favored by one and a half in that game. Yeah, yeah. two good games. Two tonight. really college good basketball games. for sure. I know what I'm doing tonight? All right, uh, Paulie's got the Rindle report. An embarrassing situation for a TV reporter uh, back in the South. That's coming up next on the front. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 